You've got nowadays people on the streets carrying knives, right? Yep. And I'm not talking little oh, six yeah. inches. Yeah. I'm talking mm. Rambo knives, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you can't have a fist fight with anyone anymore. No. You can't just have an argument, have a fight, wake up the next day with mm -hmm. a bruise. It concerns me, especially with a daughter, knowing that when she grows up, there's people of that ilk. So today I'm joined by Stuart Blues from the British Murder Podcast. Um, I think it's only fitting that we start talking about the Lucy Letby case. I think yesterday it was she was given a full life order. Uh, yeah, so let's let's dive straight into that. Yeah, so Lucy Letby, if anyone listening doesn't know who this person is, I'd be surprised. She's all over the news. Yeah. So yesterday, what was it? The 21st of August, she received a whole life order. She actually received 14 whole life orders, 14 separate ones. She's the nurse baby child killer. Yeah. So she's killed seven children, tried to kill six more, one of them twice, hence 14 separate whole life orders. Wow. Only the fourth woman in history to receive that whole life order. Do you know who the other three were? Go on. I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Rose West. Yeah. Myra Hindley. And Joanna Dennehy. Wow. So Rose West, Fred and Rose obviously killed... A bunch of kids as well, including some of their own. Who was that other one? The the more recent one, the Which one? in the nineties. Well, are you thinking of Beverly Allen? Yes. Yeah. She didn't receive a whole life order. She received thirteen life sentences. Okay. I think so. She killed four children, and she attempted to kill I think three more. And yeah, then yeah. Do your maths on the rest. Mm. Was it seven? And she tried to harm or do something back yeah. to the other seven so she's in i think she's in rampton which is a secure hospital so she's been in there for like 30 years yeah 1992 i want to say three is probably when she got convicted but yeah she lucy letby is like the modern version of that yeah but technically she's, similar methods wasn't it as well? yeah i think there's talk of like injecting air yeah into yeah and veins and stuff to do with like diabetes that. as well or but beverly allett had um, Munchausen syndrome. Okay. Uh, and Munchausen by proxy, which, don't quote me on this, but I think Munchausen is the need to, you want to be looked after by someone, so you deliberately harm yourself. Yes. Right? But Munchausen by proxy is, I would say, hurt you so that I could look after you. Wow. Which is why she's in a secure hospital. She's got some problems. Got the thing that frightens me the most is she just looks so plain Janie, so yeah. innocent in a way. A lot of them are people that you wouldn't blink yeah. twice at. Frightening. If you walk down the really street, is. which is concerning. A lot mm. of the people are like that. I mean, some of them you look at and you think, mm. maybe I'd think, because there was a documentary recently on Robert Black, the Scottish serial killer. Okay. And he was like this big, fat guy, bald in big glasses. Apparently he stank. Yeah. And he is probably someone you would maybe double take at. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, people like Lucy Letby, you go to a neonatal ward, you've just had a kid, you kind of trust everyone in there. You do. Like yeah, we've both course. got kids, you trust everyone, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You think everything's in your best interest. Scary. One really bad is. egg. I mean, the full life order, it's as much as they could give her, I guess. Isn't yeah. it? And is there a, another investigation that's ongoing into other historical cases as well with her. I'm not sure. It wouldn't surprise me, yeah. given what she's been convicted of. Yeah. I mean, the, the rarity of the whole life order is such that murder 
is mandatory at a life sentence, but it's not life. Mm -hmm. So you get a life sentence, but then you get a minimum tariff. Yeah. Typically, it's anywhere between, say, 15 and 35 years, depending yeah. on the yeah. severity of the case. But now that they've started filming judges giving out their sentencing remarks, we still can't film trials in this country. They can in America and stuff. But we can now film the judges giving their sentencing. So it was interesting to listen to that yesterday. But when he was talking and saying that what she was done is borderline or sadism, mm -hmm. basically, like she was doing it for pleasure. Yeah. I knew what was coming. Yeah, it's sickening, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. It's not good. It just doesn't... I mean, it's as much as they could give her, but it's just, for me, it just doesn't seem enough. It's Well, the sad thing is she didn't attend court, mm. but apparently Rishi Sunak's looking into that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that this morning, yeah. actually. Yeah. Which, I did also hear that there have been 90 since the 70s, since 1973 or something, I believe it was. Don't quote me on that, but it was around that time. There have been 90... The more common than you think, 90 mm. serial killers from the medical profession. Now, I only caught the tail end of this this morning as I was coming in. So I didn't hear whether that was the UK. I'd be extremely surprised if it just was the UK. Yeah, it's got to be worldwide. <laughs> it's got to be worldwide, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's frightening. I mean, that's a high number in the, in the medical profession. Yeah. So it is more common than you think. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying earlier, it's for the family, for the, for the justice, it, it, nothing's going to bring them little kids back. And it's it's scary isn't it it really is like i say it's just the, the girl next door butter wouldn't melt the good thing is that the the families have all got anonymity orders now yeah court orders yeah. so the kids can never be named mm -hmm. the relatives can never be named yeah, so in yeah. theory we'll never know who these kids were yeah so yeah. they can it's a little bit of closure in that they can try the best to move on with the lives as yeah best they can. yeah mm. but i know the the kids that she attempted to kill are now living with disabilities and stuff so wow there's a, a lifelong reminder yeah, there of, of what's gone on. Awful. Awful, it really is. The For me, I think I'd... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit sadistic like that. I think I'd want... I don't know. You're going to have to talk about death penalty now, aren't you? <laughs> Capital punishment. Yeah, what's your thought on that? Even that, for me, I don't know if I'd want them to die. I just want severe suffering. So torture? Pay-per-view skinning. <laughs> okay. You know, give the money to the families. <laughs> wow, okay. It's... um. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right and all that, but yeah. Well, this know. is it. My mum always said to me, if unless someone, until someone hurts someone you're close to, mm. you can't really comment this on it, it yeah. which I understand. Yeah. You can still have an opinion, but it's just, you can't comment on it until you're in that situation. No, you really can't. It takes a strong person not to want to annihilate the person mm. that's hurt your family, mm. especially your kid. Yeah, You really know, you does. go through trying to get pregnant, that can be difficult for some people. Nine months of pregnancy, appointments, making sure everything's right, eating right, yeah, you know, not drinking, not smoking, not doing anything. You finally bring the kid into the world after labour, which can be as long as yeah, you know, a few yeah. days potentially. And within a day or two, someone you're supposed to trust at the hospital, yeah, taking it away Gone. from you. Awful, it's really is. So there's a lot of crazy ass shit that's going on in the world. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, just a little. Um, what are your thoughts on digital currencies, CBDCs, and where we're going with things? I mean, I heard something the other day. forget who it was from now. I think it was actually Andrew Tate, actually. Mm. <laughs> um, that was... Yeah, it was. It was. It was Andrew Tate. And he was speaking about the... I mean, I've heard this, I've heard this before as well. You spend £100... 
you spend the hundred pound, that's one point eight seven fucking something percent that's mm. taken off in transaction fees. Mm-hmm. That goes to the bank. You spend that hundred times before you know it, you keep on spending it, spending it. There's nothing left of that fucking hundred pound. It's all gone to the banks. Mm. So cash, it's the banks are the ones that are profiting all the time. Cash is. Um, constantly being depleted it's con natwest i think yesterday they announced they were shutting 164 branches don't quote me on that exact figure just sounded right <laughs> um 164 branches they're shutting down completely i know lloyd's have been shutting them left right and center i bank with lloyd's and i just cannot get in a fucking bank i could in fact i can't remember the last time i've been in a bank i always go to the post office now mm-hmm. absolutely raped on fees um so yeah i mean what are your thoughts on where we're going with cash and it's interesting I work for a bank. Okay. Okay. Not one of the big five or ten. Yeah. But yeah. it's a challenger bank is what yeah, they call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So my opinion on it is, we, well, first of all, we'll never be... Is a, it a physical bank? Or? Yeah, proper bank. All right. Yeah, yeah heritage yeah. bank. Yeah. We'll never be a cashless society, Yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sweden have tried it. Yeah. They're the closest to achieving it. Yeah. But even they've said that you can't get a cashless society. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think that's the way they're going to go. When when people they do these Channel Four did a documentary a while mm. ago about the, the cashless society, and I don't believe that that's the way they're going to go with cash. They're going to one day blanket, put it through, no cash anymore. That's not going to be the way. They're cleverer than that. It's going to be a phasing out, a slow phasing out, it could making be. it as difficult as possible mm. for people to get access to cash and limiting the amount of cash that banks have. Like you get questioned with everything now. I mean, it's understandable to a certain mm. degree when you're putting big amounts of cash in a bank. I think I think I put two or three grand in the other week and that to fill out all sorts of yeah. money laundering shit and all yeah. sorts. So it's, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on where they're going with it? I mean, crypto and stuff like that, I, my knowledge is limited. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just yeah, yeah. way above my head. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a clue how it works. Yeah. I know the word Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. That's about where my knowledge ends. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... People are scared by new things, mm. especially the older generations. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So yeah. like the Heritage Bank I work for was petrified of these fintech banks, people mm-hmm. like Stalin, Monzo, yeah. Revolut, all these kind of people. They yeah. were deemed as being suspicious. Yes. So if yeah. payments came from those accounts, it'd be like, well, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. That's sort of, it's, it's challenging the status quo mm-hmm. a little bit. But for me, that's the future because... I don't need a branch, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. So my main bank, Starling, doesn't have branches. Mm-hmm. Its argument is that, but we've got thousands of post offices. Our bank was Starling as well, yeah. actually. Yeah. Which is more yeah. than any mm-hmm. bank can offer you in branches. Yeah, They're yeah. all closing branches. The overheads are too high. Yeah. You've got staffing levels are too high. And the demand for it is just too low mm-hmm. at the moment. Most people, again, that you want to use it are the older generation. Mm. They like going in. They like the interaction. That's what they're used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all on your phone. If you can't use a phone, you're fucked. But most people, younger people, can. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's going to go as far as, like like I said, the cashless stuff, it's never going to happen, in my opinion, even mm-hmm. if they phased it out, just because yeah. you need that backup in case yeah, definitely, yeah. technology goes tits up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. See, my concern is more along the lines of the control element of just being able to one day, bang, your money's turned off. Mm. As in, they say... What's the saying they say about China? Um, If you want to see the world tomorrow, look at China today. Mm -hmm. The way China's going, or gone, should I say, very far gone now, actually, with the... I think they use something called WeChat over there, don't they? 
um, and everything's built into this WeChat, the banking, the facial recognition. Now, there's been a lot of talk about people saying, yeah, there's a lot of talk about people saying that they're going to do it in a way similar to China in the UK, in America. It's going to start phasing out all over the world where they're going to, you're going to go buy your groceries and this social credit score. So if you, like in China at the minute, if you associate with someone who has, say, been at a protest two weeks before, the facial recognition, they even have them at fucking their Chinese equivalent of zebra crossings now, and it captures your face and actually comes up on the screen Mm. that's attached to the zebra crossing. It's frightening. And... um, in, and it's all linked. It's linked to your banking. It's linked to your conversations that you have online. And if, you, if you're if you deemed to be chatting with someone who's been at a protest, then your social credit score is downgraded. You may not be able to get on public transport. That's how frightening it is out there. Uh, so hmm. I was speaking to someone the other week, and they were saying that's how it's going to go here. Personally, I don't think it's going to be that way. I think the Chinese maybe are... They've had it for so long Mm. without coming across the word I'm looking for now, but without just saying the Chinese are this way, they're that way. I think the Chinese have been programmed for so long now to do things a a certain way to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Subservient, if you will, to their authority. That in in this country and in America as well, I think they'd be rioting in the streets. It'd be insane if they were to try and do something like that. However, what I do think they'll be, I mean, can you imagine... Dave goes to get his groceries for him and his four kids. And he gets there, his facial recognition scanned, and no, no food today. You know, it's not going to work like that. There's going to be mental kickoffs. They'll be rioting in the streets. There'll be all sorts. But what they will do, in my opinion, is they will charge you more for the groceries okay. than you would be. Because to me, that wouldn't be as confrontational. That's just like. Your toothpaste is a quid. Yours is £1.37 for, you know, doing X, Y, and Z or not paying your bills on time or driving like the fucking U-less shit in London at the minute where if you turn left out your driveway, you're getting fucking charged £12.50. It's an absolute ball ache. It's just ridiculous. Fuck knows what. How on earth that Sadiq Khan is still the mayor of London? I have no fucking idea. That guy, Jesus Christ. Um, Anyway, yeah, gone off a tangent there, but he's... It's... I don't know what your thoughts on the social, the whole social credit score. I was reading up on it this morning. It is scary. But yeah. You know, you mentioned stuff like some people get discounts, some don't. Mm. Kind of already exists. Yeah. With, well, if you look like, at the digital world. But look at Tesco Club Card. Yeah. Right? If you go Tesco and you you could buy toothpaste in your example. Yeah. For you, it might be £1.30, mm-hmm. the regular yeah, yeah. price. But then the big sticker, Club Card price, yeah. you know. That's a quid for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I've got a club card. Yeah. So yeah. I'm better than you in mm. that shop. It's on, it's it's unique to each brand and mm. each company. But it kind of already has started. Mm. And this is where all your... You can't watch TV now anymore, really, without someone offering a streaming service. Yes, yeah. It used to be just Netflix. Then Amazon came in. Apple put their finger in the pie. Oh, the, the, I've got like Discovery Channel. Mate, and there's stuff. too fucking many. It's ridiculous. I'm a boxing <laughs> fan, right? Yeah. The other week, this this new one popped up. What the fuck's this? I've, just, I've I'm on box box office pay per view. When you have to get a fight, you pay per yeah. view. Mm-hmm. That's a given for the big fights. Then they've got another one, fight or something. F I T E. That's another <laughs> one. Then you've got BT Sport, but then you have BT Sport. They put just like the normal fights there, nothing major. Mm. And then you have your World Champ- Championship fights and whatnot then you have to pay for BT Sport box office. Now they've got this fucking TNT, 
which is a is on Discovery Plus now. So not only have you got to buy Discovery Plus, then you've got to bolt on fucking TNT, which is twenty nine 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 a month. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't keep up, mate. It's like, how many do you need? And that's not even to mention, like, the American ones. I, I can't even remember. There's that many. Then you've got DAZN as well. Then you've got DAZN fucking box office. Then the ITV did one a while ago when Chris Eubank were fighting on there. It's like, I don't know how the fuck we've gotten to that subject, but it's, there is so... It's, then you've got Disney Plus for the for, for the kids. Then you've got... That's a must. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> then you've got Disney Plus. Then the missus, she likes that Brit box for all the old fucking Did you charge stuff. you for that now? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Brit box. Yeah, did it? I oh, wow. Like so. Yeah, yeah, she likes all the old murder stuff and, like, Inspector Morse and yeah. all that I've shit. I've got one, you know. Crime and Investigation Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you have to pay for that one as well? I, I did a promo, so I got it for free. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skills. But, yeah, it's... Mm, the digital... See, I read something the other day, right? I'm going to read this to you now. Because this, to me, the Chinese thing is... It's insane. So, about the, talking about the Chinese social credit score. Mm. I couldn't believe what I was reading the other day. So... China wants to now implement social credit system with digital IDs in the metaverse. <laughs> you couldn't make it up, could you? But they do. A new report suggests that China is aiming to transplant its traditional social credit system to the metaverse as it seeks to establish greater control. According to Politico, the proposals were initially drafted by China Mobile, the state's telecom provider, termed the digital identity, identity systems for its, for its citizens in the metaverse. As discussions for global rules on emerging technologies hold sway, China is now looking to push its views with experts at the International Telecommunications Union. And and it goes on for reasons why they want to do this to keep the order and safety of the virtual world. I thought the metaverse had flopped. Yeah, I was thinking the same. It was all hyped at first, wasn't it? And we've not heard a great deal Don't about it. I think the Mark Zuckerberg's a robot, though. He's fucking weird, mate. <laughs> He's just fucking you know, weird. He's like a black belt in jujitsu. Why, well. why is he doing all this at the minute? Why is he trying to act normal? Like, I, I even saw him in a different coloured T-shirt for the yeah. first time in about wow. 15 years the other Jesus. day. I don't know why he's rolling around with other men and, like, trying to act, act like, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all, it's all fucking strange, mate. Speaking about whether he's a robot, did you say? Mm. Or a fucking lizard, whatever you want to call the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Lizard it's, um What about that Joe Biden? Hmm. What what are your thoughts on Joe Biden? Sleepy Joe, they call him, don't Fuck they? Fuck me. Sleepy fucking child-sniffing lizard boy Joe. I mean, I enjoy listening to his rambles about He gets nothing. me off to sleep, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair to him, if we look at this from not a conspiratorial yeah, point yeah, of view, yeah. he's a very old man. He is. Who clearly has some kind of dementia. Yeah, right? yeah. It's riddled with them, the and US it, government. But he's... To use someone like that, because the presidents are basically people... Not really in charge is exactly. what, what I've yeah. heard. To have someone of his state in there, he can barely walk and talk. Yeah. It's not really fair to the guy. No. When I mean, you say guy, I mean, <laughs> this, he's, yeah, he's, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I, I really don't know what to fucking make of it, if I'm honest. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've watched so much footage of the guy now. It's like a fanboy, don't I? <laughs> but he's, he doesn't seem like the same guy to me. Now, I've tried to avoid that. talking about this yeah. because I sound like a fucking lunatic, but I can't get past it. The guy's fucking ears are different. 
Like, I've... <laughs> Okay. His ears are different, mate. His earlobes are completely fucking... It's a different person. He scratches his neck and it's almost like he's got some sort of synthetic fucking... He's fucking weird, mate. I don't know. I don't know. There's some weird shit going on. Did you see the video of that other guy? Now, I'm no American politics expert, but this guy, Mitch McConnell, I don't know if you've seen this guy. No. I Like I said, I don't follow American politics too much. I got very involved when Trump was running and blah, blah, blah. And I probably will again, just because it, it's, it's almost entertainment. Mm. It, it actually is entertainment. It, it's a fucking joke watching it all <laughs> fold out. It really is. It's just a circus. And this Mitch McConnell guy, they, they, they had what, I might be wrong about this, but one geezer behind him on, he was at like the parapet or whatever you call it. And uh, he's reading some fucking speech. And this guy, if you think Joe Biden looks bad, fuck me, you want to see this geezer. He, he He's knocking on 90, he must be. And he is like, you almost feel sorry for the guy. Like, he can hardly string two words together, let alone two sentences. And he's reading. And then all of a sudden, he kind of, there's this lady, and I didn't notice this at first, in this kind of green suit, right? And there's this man behind him who looks like security detail, kind of. I don't think he is, but he looks like it. And this woman comes out of nowhere, and he's mid-speech. And all of a sudden, this woman, she comes behind him, and, I, and I'll put this clip online as well, and she comes behind him, and she kind of taps his elbow with something. And the guy freezes. <laughs> he literally... It's like someone from a sci-fi movie, mate. It's like she pressed the fucking off switch. Mm. And this guy, he just freezes, like he's got some sort of something seriously fucking wrong with him. He probably has. And... Then all of a sudden, when, when she taps his elbow, now I didn't notice this the tap at first. I just thought he's frozen. Mm. Lizard boy's glitching, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, but the guy behind him who looks like a security detail looks at the woman and kind of almost winks and smirks as though to say, Good, good on you for doing that. Weird, mate. What was he talking about at the time? Is I don't actually know. No, I can't remember. I didn't get that into it. So is this guy running against Biden or... No, no, he's no? some... I don't... I'm insulting American politics right now by speaking about it with limited knowledge. But just taking on face value what I saw, he was... I, I don't even know what his, what his position is in government, this guy. I don't get that involved. But it was weird, mate. It was so, fu it was so fucking weird. Ameri American politics, man, it is... It's beyond, it's beyond me how people believe that Biden won that election, if I'm mm. honest. Like, people say, yeah, he was in his basement. He wasn't all the time. He went to the odd gymnasium with a couple of hundred people. Meanwhile, Trump is fucking everywhere. <laughs> Literally, people screaming in the streets. Huge fucking, like, filling football arenas, mate. And people expect you to believe that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama, the first black American president in history. It's just, I just can't, be, I can't buy that. But I tell you what, my prediction is, and like I say, with my limited knowledge, looking as an outsider looking in at America, I can't see a way that Trump is allowed to get in again. I can't see that they will allow that. I can't see the Democrats seizing power. I just cannot. I just cannot see a world that that exists in. This is why I think these running up to 2024 now, I think some serious disruption is going to be happening in America. I mean, look what they're trying to do with the indictments now. It's frightening out there. It really is. People just don't like him, do they? 
No, they really don't, no. no. I mean, he's, I, he's said some outlandish stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair. And don't get me wrong, I, I actually think Trump's all right. You know, I liked the fact that they brought in someone who wasn't a politician. I think we can fucking learn a great deal from that. And I think in the UK, we need to bring someone in who has a fucking backbone, who's relatable, and who says things how they are. You know, it's it's frightening. Anyone in mind? Anyone spring to mind? No. I, and, no. and then I double fuck myself because I think to myself, <laughs> no, really, because does it really matter who you have in? And, and I hate to say that because people say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to bother voting. Whereas I, I get where they're coming from because I've also thought like that myself as well. But then, then I go back on that and I think, well, if you don't vote, at least you've got to vote the best out of the, the two scenarios, mm. you know. And I hate this this two system. It's an illusion of choice to me. It's like red or fucking red or blue. It's like it's an illusion of choice. And I think the people behind the scenes are pulling the strings. And I just think this is why policies, they, this is why the world is promised. And then when they get in, it slowly dissipates. Nothing fucking changes. It's the same situation. It's just cycled over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah. That's my two pound of worth anyway. That's <laughs> your two cents. <laughs> two cents. Where yeah. do you think we're going as a society here? Let's stick with the UK. Mm. So people are getting like we spoke earlier about you being deplatformed earlier. Mm. The fact that you've mentioned Andrew Tate is probably going to get you deplatformed here. Yeah. Yeah. But what That's the dream. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you think about where we're going as a society? So you've got nowadays people on the streets carrying knives, right? Yep. And I'm not talking little oh, six-inch. Yeah. You're talking mm. Rambo knives, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you can't have a fist fight with anyone anymore. No. You can't just have an argument, have a fight, wake up the next day with mm -hmm. a bruise. It concerns me, especially with a daughter, knowing that when she grows up, there's people of that ilk out there. Because mm. when I was a kid, we used to go to the bottom of the mm. street yeah. and we had this area called the tip mm -hmm. and it was just a load of gravel, like a quarry almost, yeah. with woods around it. Mm. We'd fuck off at seven in the morning, mum shouts down, tea's ready mm. at five o'clock and that was it, you're out for 12 hours. Yeah. No one gives a shit where you are. You were fine. It's not like that now. The world's changed, hasn't it? It's fine. What has changed? Can you pinpoint a time yeah, when that has you know changed? What? I don't think that much has, actually. I think we've been programmed to believe that shit's changed through social media. Mm. There's always been fucking rapists. There's always been paedophiles. There's always been lunatics. But now it's in our face every fucking day. We know about it all the time. It's shoved down our throats. And to me, as a father of four, it does scare the shit out of me. I'm always on the phone. I always make shit like it gives me night. I don't know how the fuck my mum slept at night, knowing the little shit I was when I was a kid, going out till all out. I mean, to be to be fair. I played by the rule book. I knew not to fuck around with my mum when I was a kid. I knew street lights come on, I'm home. You know, but but I was out eight in the morning and I was out and I was back at eight at night around about. Mm. And um, that's just the way just the way it was. I was up a fucking tree. I was climbing in a scrapyard. I was up to no good. I was riding my being dirt bike. I was being a kid, yeah. Mm. And it's frightening these days. Kids don't... It, it's scary because it's a shame on the kids because they're not a streetwise. Not all kids. It's a very blanket statement, I suppose. But I understand that parents don't want to give the children that much freedom now because everything's in your face. And subconsciously, you may not think that, but you are subconsciously taking in all these dangers that your children are potentially going to be exposed to. 
And I think, yeah, I think it does play a big part. I mean, what are your thoughts on it's, the moment? What's that quote? Is it hard times create, I'm going to say hard men. Yeah, Let's say I know hard what you're people. getting at, yeah. Hard times create hard people. Mm. Hard people create easy times. Easy times creates soft people. I'm mm. paraphrasing there. But it's true. You think back to like World War times when we had a completely different culture. Mm -hmm. And I always say to people, imagine if Russia and Putin just decided to invade us tomorrow. Mm. We'd be fucked. Completely fucked. Yeah. We've still got a great armed forces, mm. navy and all that. Mm. But for the general people, mm. there'd be no resistance. No, they wouldn't. Put up. No. They'd be complaining that, you know, putting a gun in my face is offensive. Yeah. Did you just misgender me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's frightening. It is frightening. There's so much information coming from all angles. I, I do think it's difficult as a parent just to give your child that freedom now. And like you say, with knives, there's just no respect now, is mm. there? There's no settle it with a scrap. It's just, it, it's changed, mate. It's, it's evolved. Unfortunately, I can't see a point where it's, it's going to get better anytime soon. It's just, it's all been created, that much diversion between, it's not the word I'm looking for, but it's all, you know, there's that much, everyone's got, Everyone's out to get each other. There's no kind of, yeah, it's... We're raising kids in bubbles, which is a shame. Mm. I'm guilty of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm very guilty of that, yeah. The interesting thing, actually, I spoke to a prison GP once on my show, which I didn't even know was a thing, right? So in prisons, they actually have their okay. own doctor's yeah. surgery. Not a surgery, but a doctor's waiting area kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You go and see a... A GP. I thought they just went into the community yeah. to see a doctor. It didn't work like that. So this prison GP, Shahed Yousaf, he tells me that the most common people that they're seeing in prisons now, because I thought it'd be young kids, you know, yeah, people yeah. stabbing people, yeah. teenagers. He said the most common people coming into prison now are actually people of an older generation in the 70s okay. and 80s who were getting done for historical Sex crimes. All right, yeah. Because of the advances in technology. Yeah. And it makes me wonder about the point that you say there's always been paedophiles, there's always been rapists. Yeah. Yes, there has. Mm -hmm. Possibly weren't as concerned about it back then mm. because people got away with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of the reasons why we're so concerned now is because of... We are seeing it every day. We are seeing it on social mm -hmm. media. So we're seeing what our parents didn't see. Mm -hmm. And I think if they had have had that exposure that we have to it, and they'd have seen yeah, what we yeah. see, you know, I think confirmation, CCTV, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That have been just as concerned. I think it's, we're in the midst of very dark times at the minute as far as all this education system goes as well with mm. the genders and everything like that. And, yeah, I'll probably be deplatformed again or censored for this, but I wouldn't be being my true self if I didn't talk about it. So, I mean, there was a guy yesterday I was reading about in the mirror, and um, he took his child out of nursery because they found a book in the nursery. Um, and in this book, the, the actual cover of the book, I'll put this up as well, um, was two granddads who were kissing each other. Fine, fair enough. Let that one slide. You can get away with that. It's just two guys, showed a bit of man love. But why did they dress them up in fucking bondage gear? In a child's mm. nursery, fishnet fucking tights. He took his kid out of nursery and I can understand it. Like, there was no need for that. It's a child's nursery. The, the actual picture of them, they've got fishnets on, tattoos and fucking mm. bondage gear. May as well have had a fucking... 
a set of anal beads sticking out of my office fucking arse. Do you know? You, you, Where was this? Down south? No, the, possibly. Yeah, I have no idea. It was on the mirror. I'll put the source up as yeah. well after. But it's why did they need to go there? It's like the fact checkers online. You can share something, having an opinion, using your freedom of fucking speech, whatever you want to call it. And uh, talking about chemtrails, talking about fucking Obama's fella, Big Mike, <laughs> talking about any anything that you have an opinion on it. That's your truth. OK, whether it is actual truth is another thing altogether. But if it's your truth, I truly believe you should have the freedom to share it. And then you get to things like Shaniqua from the estate spouting off on social media that she's been... Um, misgendered and she's disgusted mm. and then she's sharing her opinion on the 23 genders and correcting people online that there's actually 23 genders or whatever there is this week and there's no fact checkers with Shaniqua <laughs> nothing gets fact checked there there you know fact check notice please know there is only two biological genders nothing gets fact checked but you post about chemtrails you post about corrupt elections it's fucking taken down within seconds mm. you're deplatformed if you've got business pages associated with your your personal profile they're censored they're deplatformed the reach is is put down on them it's frightening mate there, there is an agenda there has to be an agenda i mean well there is an agenda it's been proven now look at the twitter files you know the how the the elections with the twitter files it's it's frightening. They're working in cohorts with the social media companies. So, but people people just don't have their eyes open to this shit. It truly is frightening. The problem is any content you put up is subject to whoever's platform it is as rules. Of course, and yeah. And their discretion, yeah. right? So yeah. unless you create your own platform... I get that. Yeah. You're subject to that. Mm -hmm. It's like when you do a lot of the crime stuff, especially on YouTube. Mm. You have to be very careful what words you use on mm -hmm. YouTube. It's quite hard to do that with a murder story. Mm. So if you're doing a video, and yeah. this is why I float in and out of video on YouTube. Yeah. So I, I like the idea of filming it because it's a face to the voice. Yeah, definitely. It's a different audience, much mm -hmm. bigger audience potentially. Yeah. And monetization, of course. But the task of editing a video. Yeah. Versus just sitting down in your dressing gown. Yeah, of course. And just recording something. Mm -hmm. You can move your arms Definitely, to express yeah, yourself yeah. and not worry about shit. I've got to look into the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to read a script. I've got that wrong. Oh my God, I'm sweating. Yeah. What's the light saying? What's the camera saying? Yeah. And all that bollocks. But the problem is you do a video, right? So I do a video on a murderer who's also sexually assaulted someone, let's yeah. say. I've got to go in and not only, not only worry about the content being what I want so there's not too many pauses, any yeah. verbal pauses I've got to cut on there, any fuck-ups I've got to take out. Yeah. But I've also got to start bleeping words. Mm-hmm. Words like rape, mm. sexual assault, abuse, yeah. domestic violence, murder, stabbing, yeah. all this stuff. It's a job and a half. Just to get it on there. Yeah. But then I've got to not bleep that for the actual podcast. Yeah. Because people don't expect bleeping. It's a minefield. And it's just to stay away yeah. from it. Yeah. It's a bollock. Sometimes you can get away with it. Because yeah, I don't know how yeah. YouTube's checker works. Yeah. Does Some it do sort of algorithm yeah. advanced algorithm. Just checks for it? words. Maybe just if you just sort of. Yeah. Cover your mouth when you say <laughs> the word or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. But it, that's the thing. You are subject to whosoever rules yeah, the platform yeah. you're on. Uh, and, and yeah, whilst I agree, you say that, but then you've got to, if you go deeper, like really deep, and like Spotify, for instance, when they took the Joe Rogan podcast down where he had the anti-vax, uh, mm -hmm. the doctor on, um, and then you think to yourself, 
he shared a lot. He talks about a lot of controversial topics, but this specific one, he was adamant they took that down. That's when all the controversy was caused. And then you think to yourself, hmm, why? Why, why that one? And then some of the largest stakeholders in Spotify are also the largest stakeholders in Moderna. Hmm. Um, and then you think, hmm, you know, that's a bit strange. And then you look at Facebook, Instagram, and then you've got Vanguard. And I mean, I mean, pretty much everything can be traced back to BlackRock and Vanguard, yeah. the two companies. It's frightening what they control. Everything from the media that you see to the shit that you pump in your body to the drugs that you take, everything's suppressed. I mean, it's even like the, um, what's that weed killer called? Round, Roundup. Roundup, yeah. The company that owns Roundup, um, the weed killer, which dandelion is a form of weed, mm -hmm. um, dandelion... Um, is meant to be amazing for heart health. Um, there's been so many studies done about dandelions mm. and dandelion tea, all sorts. Yeah. But the company that owns Roundup also owns one of the the most widely used ingredient in aspirin, um, heart heart medications, amongst many others. Yeah. Where's the where's the correlation there between them two? I I can see it. It's like it makes sense. Mm. I mean, to be fair. Weeds are fucking annoying. They're annoying. <laughs> I'm not harvesting dandelions for my heart. I'll take the risk. But yeah, apparently bicarbonate of soda works. On weeds? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Mm. But yeah, there's always a big umbrella, isn't there, mm. with these always, businesses? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's happening in football. I don't know if you follow football, but you've got all these, like Newcastle's a Saudi-owned club. Yeah, so yeah. So there's controversy that mm -hmm. it's a state-owned club, which yeah, the Premier yeah. League says is against their rules mm -hmm. or whatever. So then all Saudi have to do, in theory, is because they own clubs in Saudi also yeah. and Newcastle, they could buy one of Newcastle's players yeah. for a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. One of their shitty players. Yeah, yeah. Send him to Al whatever so that their balanced books in Newcastle doesn't abuse the financial yeah, fair yeah. play rules. Yeah, yeah. But that's such a conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. But it's a completely different regulated league. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's not affiliated. Because mm. you see it with Man City, the um, the group that owns them. don't know if it's called Man City Group. A City Group, I think it's called. They own Man City. Okay. Uh, Melbourne City. There's an American New York City. Yeah. All these different football clubs. And they just loan each other mm -hmm. to each yeah, different yeah. clubs. Yeah. Send the managers to different clubs mm. and stuff. I mean, the the back to the agenda, just to bring it back round, about the, the kids and the, the guy in the nursery who took his child mm -hmm. out of nursery. I, I don't know about you, but I can see a clear agenda at the minute. I don't, I don't know if you've seen about Doc Martens the other week and Costa Coffee. Did you see the all the new all the negative press that they got? No. I don't know if you've heard about the Bud Light. I've no the Bud Light yeah, one yeah, with that yeah. Dylan. So they 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 fucked it the game, haven't they? Now their shares have just absolutely plummeted. Yeah. Um, but when you look at like Costa Coffee and Doc Martens, they must have the same fucking artist because on the side of the buildings and some sort of promo bus or some shit. And I'll put this up as well. They had an image of a. I don't know what it was. I say it because I genuinely don't know. Mm. Um, it was some graphic, some cartoon graphic that was drawn on the building that they commissioned this artist to do. And they must have the same artist because they look pretty much identical. Doc Martens did it on a limited edition boot of theirs. And it was some sort of geo-looking geo graphic dude slash whatever it is with the tits chopped off, basically, and all okay. the scars Right. On from what do you call it? Is it mastectomy? Is Mas it? Mastectomy, you know? I think. And the kind of normalizing mastectomies. You know, these people that 
have like serious illness, cancers that have to go through mastectomy. Mm. Not a nice process. And the kind of normalising the, the, this gender shit. Like, mm. there, there's so much of it. So in, you're saying that that rather than displaying someone who's gone through that and done that for their own health, say mm-hmm. a cancer sufferer, you're mm. saying this is someone who's gone through a transition? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, that's that's the way they put it on there. That's okay. what it was. That's what it, the message was to convey. Mm. Um, they did it for equality and diversity and the usual. And to me, it's just, we know that goes on and that's fine. You know, that's there's. I have nothing against a trans. I don't care if you're gay, you're lesbian. What you do is your business. But do we need it shoved in our faces mm. in the way of physical? I mean, what what are we? Why would you put that on? It's a coffee shop, for fuck's sake! It just doesn't need to be there. Look at the customer base, though. Mm. I mean, I'm guilty. I go to Costa sometimes. Mm. I get a little hot chocolate from my dog. It's only sixty p. Threat bargain. You have to. If anyone wants to know. If you go to Costa, ask for the mini kids' hot chocolate. It's not on the menu, but it's only like 60p. Yeah. It's tiny. I digress. But yeah, the main... It's quite trendy to have a coffee in it. Mm. Coffee's expensive. Yeah. You're talking three, four... Yeah, quid yeah, it's not for, cheap for now, a, yeah. And especially all these fraps and it's just sugar syrup. Mm. You see them make it, and this is what pisses me off. You see them make the coffee, right? And I could... I'm quite a coffee snob. Yeah. I yeah. could take them down on the technique, <laughs> but I know where I am. Yeah, I'm in yeah, a chain yeah. store, yeah. But you I'm see, the opposite. I'll have well, keep your Red Mountain as the special shit. But yeah, I'm yeah. Nescafe Gold Blend. That's me. I mean, that coffee I had <laughs> earlier was all right. So thanks for that. Um, but yeah, the, it's basically hot milk yeah, yeah, yeah. with a shot of coffee. Mm-hmm. You're drinking hot milk. Yeah. But yeah. the customer base. You see the videos online. You ever see these um iced coffee reviews oh, and all this yeah, stuff? Yeah. And it's like syrup. Yeah, yeah. Ice cubes, cold brew. That much. That much yeah, cold. yeah. And then just. Milk and milk. They're playing to the audience, really. Yeah, it's their customer yeah, yeah. base. It's not like... The thing that Bud Light annoyed their consumers is most of their consumers were men, right? Mm-hmm. Especially American men, working class. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, what the issue is with, with mm. the Dylan Mulvaney thing, is that if you want to choose him as your brand ambassador, mm-hmm. do it. Mm. But then you will face the backlash mm. because your customer base is not that. You see, I cannot... They know their customer base, right? But they don't I, care. Yeah, this is the thing. Because it's, it, it's in with the times. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is um, virtue signaling is the mm, word, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. A lot of it's yeah. that. Again, I think it's string pulling, personally. I think people behind the scenes have an agenda and they are fed a narrative that they want them to follow. This is my personal opinion. And these companies, when you, when you dig deeper into Bud Light, they get funding from the government and they get huge loans and if they can't pay back these loans they need more loans to take back to pay Mm. off the loans yeah and the people that pull the strings for these loans i'm kind of working on the the occasional assumption when i'm saying these things based on things i've taken in um they're given a narrative to follow and if they don't follow then that credit line's cut off um and this is why I can't... They know their audience, so why would they pursue that line? And and the ripple effect doesn't stop there with, with like, just Bud Light that's suffering from it financially. It stop, You've got all the other companies, the distribution warehouses that are suffering, that they outsource the bottling, everything out to. You know, it's, it's a long line, and all these businesses are suffering because of that action. Mm. The shares are plummeted, you know. And you've got, to, you've got to ask yourself, where does this all stem from? Like, why is there this big 
push. It seems, yeah, it's diversity, yeah, it's change. We don't need it shoved down our throat all the time. I don't know why there is such a, a big push for this this trans agenda, this adding letters onto the flag and colours onto the flags mm. every other day. And, and you do, you see so much virtue signalling. And that, that brings me on to another topic which I wanted to discuss as well, which is this organisation in America. I, I'm actually baffled on how an organisation like this is able to exist in this day and age. This really fucking shocked me, if I'm completely honest. Now, this organisation uh, is called NAMBLA. Okay. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Right? Is that not for South Park episode? Yes! <laughs> they did do an episode on Nambla. You're right, they right. did. I fucking can't believe you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so founded in 1978, 44 years and going strong, based in both New York and San Francisco. The main focus of Nambla is to remove the age of consent completely. It works to abolish age of consent laws, criminalising adult sexual involvement with minors and campaigns for the release of men who have been jailed for sexual contacts with minors that did not involve what it considers coercion. The organisation is a training ground for adults who wish to seduce children. A training ground? Yeah. In which men exchange strategies to find and groom child sex partners. It's fucking beyond belief, this. Nambler has, has sold on its website the Rape and Escape Manual, which gave details about the avoidance of capture and prosecution. That can't be real. I, exactly what I thought. Is that so, real? 100% real. It's not off a spoof website. Look up, look up Nambler, 100%. There's huge Wikipedia details on about it, huge sources with people that have been related to it. Um, there's been They've been taken to court umpteen times now um, from people that have been, from from people that have lost the children and mm. all sorts of cases. It, I, I thought it was a spoof at the time. I, I, I thought there's no way this shit can be real. There's no way this shit can exist. It truly is. Jesus. It's frightening. It really is frightening. North American Man Boy Love, Love Association. Association. Nambler. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking it scary, isn't it? Sort of laughing uncomfortably there. Like, it really is. The it's, it's, how, how, how haven't they been brought down? It's frightening. There has to be a legal loophole mm. somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they've been, yeah. I don't know what really to fucking say about that, to be honest. It's, I'm not a supporter. No, I'm not a record. supporter either. Yeah, and then we move on to suppression. And I mean, what are your thoughts about? Let, let's talk about the vaccine first. First mm -hmm. and foremost, I just want to take my hat off to pure bloods everywhere who have not had the vaccine. <laughs> pure bloods, <laughs> um, because I think it takes balls not to get the vaccine. Actually, I really do think I think it takes balls because because peer pressure, family that are getting it around you. And I think more and more, more and more stuff's coming out now. Many will debate me on this, but more and more things are coming out. Studies are coming out to say that this vaccine's not safe. It's this. Can I cram any more things into this episode to get me deplatformed? Sure <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. So, I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm not vaccinated. Yeah. You and me both. Yeah. And pure blood, as you pure put it. Pure blood. <laughs> so the reason for me, first of all, I fucking hate needles. Mm -hmm. Doesn't help. Yeah. Second of all, there was a long period of time yeah. 
where nobody I knew, mm-hmm. even in my extended circle, caught COVID. Mm-hmm. Naturally, we've all caught it since. Yep. I've had yep. it. It's horrible. Yep. Survived it. And you hear about people dying mm-hmm. from it. From it. Mm-hmm. With it. Yeah. Is the main one. Yeah. That's what pissed me off. Mm. And I've seen n- news articles on, you know, TV. I know yeah, it's yeah. Technically biased propaganda, whether mm-hmm. you listen to whatever. But people dying, and if they have COVID, yeah. that being attributed as a That's COVID right. death, I don't like that. I think they were paid at one point, weren't they, to... Well, the, the, they were going on about the hospitals being rammed and stuff, and then yeah. you'd see people going in and saying, it's all bollocks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, yeah. it's not rammed. But... <sighs> My mum and dad are both had it. Yeah. And the boosters and all that shit. Yeah. Same with mine. Well, not my dad. My dad, who? Mm. Fuck me. My dad would never have it. He's down the tunnels with the Is elite pedos. Oh, right. He's down that. Fair enough. <laughs> See, my not pe- one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dad. He's a nambler. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's hard having that discussion with your parents. Yeah. Because they're old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, mine are like early 60s mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. I'm mid 30s. See, this is the thing with my, my old day. Like, she's. She's kind of likes to think she's done with the kids. Yeah. But she's um I didn't think she would go down that. I didn't think she would get it, to be honest. Did they do the old Facebook profile update? I've had my vaccine profile. Oh filter. Fuck, fuck me. More virtue signaling. Yeah. <laughs> it's, stuff like that annoys me as, as yeah, well. Yeah. It's like there's that and there's obviously people put the Ukraine flag up, they'll put the pride flag up. Yeah. You can do that. And that's them done. That's if, their if, bit if, done. Yeah, if you truly believe in the in the cause. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're raising money or you're doing whatever. Yeah. Change your profile picture to whatever yeah, yeah. the hell you want. I don't give mm. a shit. But don't change it for a week to the Ukraine flag, just to virtue signal. Yeah, yeah. And then if someone asks you in six months, do you remember the Ukraine? The what? Mm. The Ukraine? War? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were a war, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. Or you're going through your old profile picture and say, oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, For a week. That bloody hell. But yeah, the, the COVID thing, even all the footy lads... Most of them had it. Mm. And they were like, just fucking get it, man. Yeah, yeah. Because we're in a changing room together. Mm. And I'd be like, no. Mm. It's not, I'm, I'm not, I haven't looked into enough about the whole, people think, oh, it's control having the thing and there's stuff in there that controls your mind. I don't necessarily believe mm-hmm. in that shit. Yeah. I just think it's weird the amount of people that are dying mm-hmm. or having complications 100%, from this thing. 100%. And there's different versions. Surely if there's a, va- first of all, if there's a vaccine, to me, that word means it cures you of something. Yeah, to me too. Which yeah. it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. still get it. Exactly. Which at first they tried pulling that one, yeah. that it would. And then all of a sudden it wouldn't. And then it's the kids that gets me, trying to vaccinate yeah. children. They always but, said, didn't they, that we're not going to force it mm-hmm. on kids. And yeah, then yeah. they started yeah. bringing in f- well, this 15 is... and 16-year-olds. Then it went to 10-year-olds. Yeah. And, now it's yeah. Like... and this swings back round to why I was deplatformed in late, I think it was 2020, I was, yeah. Started building up a little bit of a profile online um, on the odd occasional podcast and whatnot, and got a bit of a following. And then I went, then I went deeper down the rabbit hole, and I was speaking about um, my prediction that, based on little things I'd taken in online, little things I'd read, and based on what I was seeing elsewhere in the world, and I predicted that in the UK, it's going to be a choice between a jab or your job. And that was basically why I was deplatformed. I got a load of hate, a load of people saying they'll never fucking do that. Just like they said, they'll never make you wear masks. And then you've got three on the next fucking week. Um, and then, and, and that's what happened. Um, I was deplatformed so quickly. It was unbelievable. And then four, six months later, lo and behold, care workers, how ironic's that? I've been told your job or your job. 
um, NHS workers. I think they actually went back on that in the end, didn't they? After a shitload have already got a jab yeah. because of it, yeah. they then went full circle and, and went back on it. But it's frightening, and that's, to me, the most scary thing is the manipulation. I mean, we we got away lightly. In America, they were fucking blacking people with donuts and fries. You know, yeah, what the that. fuck is that about? And these guys <laughs> are meant to care about your health. Yeah. Fuck me. It's have like, a donut kill, and have a jab. Kill yourself in two ways. Yeah, that's it. It's fucking laughable. Yeah, it's yeah, scary, that, mate. There was a news guy on it, and he was in. get these fries. Look at that, you got a burger. Yeah. Get your jab. <laughs> Get your jab. Get a burger. <laughs> oh, no, I'm there. I'll see you yeah, tomorrow. Fucking hell. I mean, again, it's like Andrew Tate said. 35-year-old, military age, fighting male. If you can't survive COVID, mm. then the world's fucked. It's completely true. You cannot argue with that. Mm. But, yeah, people... COVID. I mean, I was going in and out of customers' homes. I was training a couple of reps at the time during COVID. And we would do between 10 to 15 customers a day, go in. We'd never wear masks. Very rare. I, I would never wear a mask, but very rare I would make the lads wear a mask. I mean, I'd never make them wear a mask, but very wet, very rare. Little old dear shitting herself, but bless her little heart. Yeah. We went in one house. I remember it like it was yesterday. She was terrified. And I just said to lads, look, I'm going to wear the car. Just whip it on for her. You know, it's... It's no fucking control. It's just like, she's terrified. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just put it on. And, um, but we went in so many houses a day. Not one of them got COVID. And then the ironic thing is, we all fucking got it when we stopped going out after about six months. Yeah. Um, it was just like a bad flu for me. And then I got it again. I thought it was better two weeks later. I got it again. That time it knocked me for six. But it's just, just like a really bad flu. Um, and then, I didn't get the cough or any, any shit like that. But to be honest, I'm saying it was COVID. I've no fucking idea. I've never had a test. I wouldn't put that shit up my nose. I just wouldn't <laughs> risk it. Fuck knows what's on it. God That's knows some carcinogenic shit in it. Who <laughs> fucking knows? Who, you just don't fucking know. That's the thing. I mean, only the main thing that got me about the vaccines is, and the mask as well, it's like that Fauci guy. Mm. What the fuck? That guy's an evil psychopath, mate. I'm telling you. That, that guy, right? I watched an interview with him where he was actually mocking people for thinking about wearing a mask, saying that it's not going to protect you from anything. The droplets are minute. Uh, it won't, they'll just get through the mask. And he was laughing and mocking at people. And then lo and behold, a month later, you've got to wear a mask. It's disgraceful. People don't wear masks. And it's everywhere. Mm. It's like someone's pushed a button on the mainstream media and every fucker is carpet covering it. Mm. It's like, this is why the media being controlled, there's literally four or five people that control it in the upper echelons of society. When you go that far, BlackRock, Vanguard, they control everything. This is why they're not all coming up with different stories at different times. Everything's the switch of a button. It's all in continuity with each other. It's, it's There is really an interesting is. video online which you can watch. I think I know what you're going to say already. Where they're all reading the same report. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that is scary. That is frightening. It really is it? scary. That's yeah, it's an interesting video. That is, it really is frightening. The world, the world, it's there's so much going on at the minute as well. It's like these these 
Is it Maui? The fires there that are going on at the minute? Mm. That's some bad well, shit. The world's on fire. I know there's a lot of crazy talk about direct energy weapons, but you've got to think how fucking crazy actually is it? I mean, I've seen some of these videos of the flashing lights coming down, mm. and then they're speaking to one farmer dude, and he's saying that um, there was just a random flashing light, and he got it on camera, one of the security cameras. They've tried blagging it that a tree fell on a power line or something. <laughs> the guy said, there's no fucking power lines there. There is no power lines, just this flash, and then all of a sudden, but none of the millionaires mansions have been destroyed. Apparently Oprah Winfrey's been buying out land out there for fucking decades now mm. and none of hers have been touched and it so happened that the, the land that the government organisations wanted for so long this subsection of land that these people the locals refused to sell um, that's all fucked now. That's gone. We know nothing literally. We, we are just puppets on, well we're not puppets but people are puppets on a string mm. it's scary. I mean <clears throat> and I always ask people what would you do if there was another lockdown with your business? Would you lock it down? Would you wear a mask? If you were told to wear a mask and go outside again, would you be doing it? Would you be? Uh, would you get another another round of jabs? Oh, no, I wouldn't fall for that again. Wouldn't fall for that. No, did you wear a mask last time? Yeah, right. Well, you definitely fucking would this time. <laughs> you know, people, they, they just... It's it's coercion. Mm. It's mass coercion. Like, it, it used to make me laugh. People would tune in to watch the BBC and watch the news... How anyone still watches that fucking BBC is beyond me. But people will watch it and they'll be on tenterhooks about what they're allowed to do next. And they'd make life plans based on what they were told they could and couldn't do by people who are just completely doing what the fuck they want, which has now been proven anyway. Mm. But they were hanging on their every word. It's, it's scary, mate. It really is. We're in a controlled society and I think things... Without sounding too fucking doom and gloom-esque, things are going to be getting worse. I, I genuinely believe there's going to be some sort of other lockdown. I mean, if you're going off what we've been told, then there is. It's already going to be another lockdown because we're already being told. You know, you take the likes of Bill Gates, Carl, whatever his name is, Schwab, that evil fucking dude. They're telling us already, even Warren Buffett's been saying... And he's only an investor, but these guys have access to information that we don't. And mm. they're already saying that this was COVID was nothing. There's going to be other lockdowns. There's going to be who knows what they want, mate. But I think that it all starts with digital IDs. I think the digital IDs, they, they can't do the CBDCs. They can't do the digital currency unless everything is tied to it. They need the digital IDs for any kind of social credit score system to work because everything needs to be tied to your digital ID. And without them, that's why I'm, alarm bells are going to seriously start ringing when these digital IDs come in. And it's like Tony Blair is the biggest advocate in the UK for digital IDs, and I'll read this to you now. And it's quite scary on what could be on the horizon. I'll find the fucking thing now. Here we go. It's an article from the Metro. Good old mainstream. Digital, <laughs> digital IDs for all under latest proposals from former PM Sir Tony Blair. A single digital ID on your smartphone will help streamline access to public services. The former Prime Minister's interest in the Institute for Global Change has today released a report calling for wholesale reform to end the era of slow and cumbersome government services. The ID is a simple identifier on your phone accessed using biometrics, sir, uh, said Sir Tony. Speaking to Metro, it's unique to you. It enables you to interact with the government system through one portal. So people on benefits are going to meant to love this, um, basically, is what they're 
the coining it has. It allows you to get all the data you need about yourself in one place. Those without a smartphone will also be able to use a physical card alternative, but Mr. Blair adds, the vast majority of people will use it through a phone, and that's the best way to do it. Examples of how the system would function include a digital driving license, access to medical history all in one place, personalised assistance for accessing public services, including benefits, and a single record of education. The report titled The Great Enabler transforming the future of Britain's public services through digital identity follows calls in February by Sir Tony and former Conservative leader William Hague for the instruction, introduction of a natural digital ID. So, yeah, that hmm. seems to be in the works. Interesting. But, with, again, without a digital ID, I think that's the foundation for everything. Once they have that, they can then, then look at the social credit score system. I mean... The, the, the facial recognition shit scary in itself. I think there could be a lot of good from that as well. Don't get me wrong. And I hate... I'm not one of these people who likes to kind of tear down advancements in technology. Like, I think AI is fucking phenomenal for mm. certain things. Mm. However, there needs to be some sort of governance over AI because it can easily be misused. I mean, I could write a 50,000-word book, and I have done, using AI, using chat GPT, chapter by chapter. It's on Amazon if you want to buy it. It's called Rewind to Riches. Chapter by chapter, using AI, using mm. chat GPT. Don't get me wrong. You give it prompts. You give it a lot of the content, and it just rewrites it in a way that someone who's never written a book could write a book and pass off that they've written a book. Mm. I did that as an experiment. Um, however, it's... It can be used for a lot of good. Like there's a lot of, I use it for my, um, I have a window blinds and shutters business. I use it for that. I do room settings so that people can see blinds in different room settings. I get it to generate room settings for me with different blinds. Like I can type in, generate generate me a stately home looking boardroom with, which is the first thing that comes to my fucking head, with um, luxurious velvet Roman blinds in a blue colour. And it will mm. literally do that. And it'll look fucking amazing. And if it doesn't come quite right, you tweak it and you, you tell it what, it what you want it to do. And the things it does are phenomenal. So it can be used for a lot of good, but it can also be misused massively. Um, and more and more is coming to light now about the ways that it could be misused. And it can also, frighteningly, take a life of its own. I mean, it's, it's being used in weapons now. I've seen a documentary on Netflix not too long ago, how they can actually get to the point of thinking for themselves. It's it's crazy. I mean, how long before? Well, God knows. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what are your thoughts on AI? And <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to Terminator levels, no. if that's where you're going with this. <laughs> I don't think Skynet's going to take over the world. I mean, I use it sometimes for help with naming my episodes, yes. for example, or yeah. on YouTube, mm -hmm. what's going to be a good... Is this a good name for the episode? Yeah. I've, got, I've seen videos and people say, oh, if you've got a small business... Type these 20 questions yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's great I, for using TikTok hooks as well yeah. in the first five seconds to get people. See, I've tried that with the 20-question thing. I was quite disappointed with it, only because I was already... What's the 20-question thing? The 20-questions, it's if you've got a small business, okay. you're supposed to type this prompt in, and it's something along the lines of, I've got a small business, give me... Uh, can you help me with how to make it better? Or okay, I don't yeah. know the exact word, and it's yeah, more, yeah. more sophisticated than that. The questions would be... You know, what's the name of your business? Yeah. What's your customer base? What do you do? What are your branding colours? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'd put, you know, British Murders, podcast, true crime, episodic, uh, half an hour episodes, one a week, been going for how long, this is my audience, yeah. et cetera. I think 
I was disappointed because it didn't offer me anything that I'm not already doing. Mm-hmm. So it would say like, you know, engage with your people, with your audience more. Yeah. Comment on things if they comment on it. Release bonus episodes, you know, sign up to stuff like Patreon. Yeah. Promote on social media, do artwork. It's like, I'm already doing all this shit. So for some things, it can be limiting. Yeah, if, yeah. If you were brand new, so if I started, I don't know, a candle-making business tomorrow, yeah. it could give me ideas. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think if you, if the broader you are with it, mm-hmm. you, ha- you have to be more to the point yep. with it because it can be too broad. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you're using GPT 3.5, the free, the free version, yeah, it's limited to, what, 2021, I think? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. there's no yeah. modern information on there. Mm-hmm. It's useful for me. If I'm researching a case, I've just done a case based in the 60s, right, 1965. Yeah. So I might go on there, and it'll save me a job of going through Google or DuckDuckGo, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. use, to search for 1965. Mm-hmm. I could put, what happened significant in the UK in 1965? And it comes back. And the first thing it said, Winston Churchill died January 24th, I think it was. Yeah. So that's a good way for me to start the story. Yeah. Some context of what happened that year. It's the swinging 60s, Beatlemania. Yeah, yeah. Help just came out that year. All this stuff that I wouldn't have known. Yeah. I could have got there, but it's it's done it for me in 30 seconds. It's cut down your timeline, yeah. I'm not copying and pasting what it said. Mm -hmm. I'm writing it myself. Yeah. But I'm getting some information from yeah, it. So if, if you yeah. use it in that way, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. It can yeah. be a lifesaver. Oh, it can be. I mean, it is just, it is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is kind of st- stunting mm. creativity, I would say. Yeah. When you, I mean, I produce music. It's I promoting laziness as yeah, well. Definitely, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's filtering into music production now to create entire tracks. I mean, we've always we've always had things like ghost production mm. where you can pay an artist to produce you and whatnot. And um, when you're out touring, you're busy DJing and whatnot. That's gone on for years. Um, you can have a certain amount of input doing that as well. However, with with AI now, they're doing it's uh, it's shaking up the industry because the people are just literally telling them what they want a track to sound like, inputting examples of similar tracks. You you want it to sound unique but similar to this, this chord progression, this blah blah blah, a riff similar sound into this, and it's generating you a track that sounds professional level. That's unique for you, you mm. know. It's and you can put your name to it. Um, there's no kind of contracts that you need to put in place because it's generated by AI, not another individual for royalties and whatnot. It's scary. There's, there's a lot of it that goes on like that. It really is. The problem with it as well is that people don't realise that they're helping it learn by itself. Oh, yeah. So if you ask it a question and it comes back, say you say, I want 10 episode names for this story mm-hmm. and it comes back and you go back and say, not good enough. Yeah. It has to be more engaging for a YouTube audience. Mm-hmm. It has to be this, this, and this. It's learning then. Mm-hmm. So next time someone else asks it that question, it knows from oh, what yeah. you've told it. Mm-hmm. So That's right, this yeah. self-sustaining learning. I like learning. how it remembers your previous conversations as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, obviously being chat GPT, but like you can ask it to do something and then rewrite it in the tone of Jeremy Clarkson or Ricky Gervais adding a spice of humor, mm. slice of humor into it. Um, yeah, it's powerful. It really is. Definitely flawed though. Like I've done the, you've done that experiment with your book. Yeah. Right. So I've gone on there as an experiment, not nothing I've published, just mm-hmm. for my own amusement. And yeah. I've, and I've gone write me a five thousand word true crime podcast script on the murder of X. Yes. Right. Yeah. The problem is it doesn't always know who X is. Yeah. So if you did that and you didn't fact check it, mm-hmm. it's different when you're writing fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's your own world. Of course. Yeah. If it's factual. 
it is quite limiting. Mm -hmm. A lot of the words and terminology that it uses isn't how, like my scripts are written in a way that I would speak it. Yes, yeah. So it's not helpful for that kind of thing because the you wouldn't say it was a it was a a, a cold autumn mm. evening. Yeah, the definitely. wind was blowing. You're right. Yeah. That's so I've book. done similar things like that before for TikTok videos on certain subjects I wanted to talk about, and I, I I then corrected it and said, now rewrite in the style of me in the first person reading from a teleprompter, and it rewrote it pretty much how I would have wanted it to right. sound. Okay. So there are certain prompts you can do to correct it. But yeah, I'm fully with you there. There are, um, it's 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 in its infancy, I would say, yeah. definitely. But it's, it's knowing those <clears throat> prompts as well, mm. like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you see the ones that generate images. Yes. And I've, I've tried, Some of them are shit. I've, yeah, but I've tried time. to do it, but my prompts are just wank. Mm. Like yeah. someone, will, and the prompts are four pages, four oh, lines long. Yeah. yeah. A guy doing this with this mood and this camera, this ISO and all this. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm just like, uh, do a guy with a beard, short hair, uh, with a white top on. And yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, that's not enough information. Yeah, the world's going in a, a crazy, things are just changing so rapidly, aren't they? Mm. Don't you find it weird, though, how technology always seems to kind of progress at kind of an even level? There's no kind of, like, massive advancements one day that's just like... It's you almost see, like someone's... We've had this knowledge and this technology mm. for years, and they're filtering it down to us, almost like we know there are four or five iPhones ahead now, and they're, they're working on the other ones, and yeah. there's never kind of any, like, huge leap and advancement. It's almost like our minds need to slowly warm yeah. to it's interesting though but you say that but looking at where we were 100 years ago mm. if you'd have true. if you'd yeah. have told them what we had now they'd have been like you're pulling my leg in. yeah true considering how long humans have been around yeah. I mean I remember when I was 15, 16 fucking phones just there was just dots on a green screen yeah. weren't they for your yeah. picture yeah yeah you know it's crazy Pic yeah pixels yeah green screen black black yeah dots, yeah black snake and that on your on your thing frightening now it is but yeah you're right the people say you know like internet and computers have been around for decades before yeah, yeah. we the public saw it mm. i just i think it's almost like like one of my favorite films is men in black mm -hmm. and i think a lot of what they do I'm not going to talk about the men in black that's, that's too deep <laughs> too deep down the rabbit hole yeah but i think that's true there's a quote from Tommy Lee Jones, and he says, uh, "There's always a intergalactic battle, or mm -hmm. a, we're always one fight away from the world completely ending. Mm -hmm. The only thing that these people allows them to get along with a miserable, meaningless little lives is that they do not know about it. Mm. So yes. if we knew and had our eyes open to everything, mm. we'd just be in a constant world of anxiety and panic. Maybe, yeah. And we wouldn't be able yeah. to live as lives." Mm. There is a lot of a lot of suppression. I do think there is a lot of suppression. Yeah, yeah, crazy. We've covered quite a bit. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wraps it up. Right. So, where can we? Um, where can the audience find you? So, How if you we... go to BritishMurders.com, yep. all my links are on there. Spotify, Apple, YouTube, everything's on there. BritishMurders.com. Brilliant. Yeah. And if you love you, you, lo you love yourself a good murder. If anyone can love a good murder. <laughs> yeah, that's a tricky one. When people say, what's your favourite murder? It's yeah. not how I like to answer that question. Yeah, it's a funny one, that. Yeah, go check him out. He's got some amazing content. Uh, huge following on TikTok already, haven't you? Yeah. It's quite big. Yeah. It's quite big. <laughs> it's decent. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming in. Appreciate your time. And yeah, it's been very, uh, been great. Thanks for having me. Brilliant. Brilliant.